you are deserving of happiness. You are deserving of healing. You are deserving of joy. Whatever your dream is, whatever your passion is, work towards it. And put God first. God has to be in your life. Wanted to use the skills and the training, hopefully to advocate on behalf of the community. I'm able to say that on Chop It Up. Be prepared to, to keep it real. Hello and welcome to the Chop It Up podcast, the show that's unfiltered and unapologetic. Each episode will bring you closer to finding your purpose, so be sure to listen all the way through. Now, here's your host, Carmisha Superville. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Chop It Up podcast. You guys already know I'm your host, Carmisha Superville. And of course, you already know this is the home of what? Unfiltered conversation with some of today's innovative minds right in our community. Guys, I just want to thank all our listeners. Thank you so much. We saw there's a lot of activity. You guys are listening. You guys are streaming the podcast. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Guys, I'm so honored to be speaking tonight to a friend of mine, someone that I've worked with. We collaborated on a big event a year ago, and I'm so excited to, to chop it up with him. You know, so guys, welcome our special guest, Josh Jacobs. Josh, how are you? Welcome to Chop It Up. What's going on? What's going on, Kamish? How's everything? Oh, man, everything is gravy over here. Happy summer, summer 2023. Let's yes, go. Yes, it's, it's, it's still starting. I'm waiting for the 90s to get in so I can start heading to the beach. Exactly, exactly. But you know what? I really, I think everyone is super stoked about this summer because, you know, the last three years, it was kind of like, we got COVID, we do, what we what, what we doing? We outside, what we doing? Exactly. And fin finally, I think we got like some leeway, like we don't have to really worry about much right now. At least, at least that's what I've been, you know, recognizing going outside. I see less and less people with the masks on. See everybody having a good time. We got people in the seats and the stands at uh, sporting events and concerts it's, it's feeling more like normal now absolutely absolutely and you would know because josh is a hip-hop artist he's a sound writer he's an entrepreneur and there are so many more to you man i just love talking to you i love meeting innovative folks like you like what got you into music what got you into that type of conscious type of music well, it's, it's funny because ironically, I didn't start off that way. I started off like most young kids. Um, I was listening to, I actually, when I was a baby, it's funny, when, I'm, when, I was, when I wasn't even born, my mother told me a story that when she was pregnant, she used to put the headphones around her belly. And most of the music that she used to play was hip hop. So when I came out, I got videos of me as a baby, like jumping around to jump. And, uh, you know, it was it was crazy. I would be listening to Criss Cross. My dad was showing me some Public Enemy, EPMD, Eric B and Rakim, uh, Biggie. My mom had like a, a two disc tracks of Pac, like greatest hits. So I was listening to um, hip hop at an early age. Um, when I really started wanting to do it myself was when I purchased my first um, album myself was the Marshall Mathers LP. That came okay. out, I believe, in 2000. So I was like 10 years old. Um, I was writing poetry probably at like nine, but I never really thought about rapping. And then 
I used to go to the after-school programs at my school um, at 174 in Queens, then went into junior high school. And at the after-school program, they started a like a little thing with recording. So I went in there and I started recording tracks. And then from there, I just fell in love with it. And it went from there. I think it was at the mid in my mid-20s or like early to mid-20s where I wanted to change up my style. And um, I wanted to write with more substance because before that I was, you know, listening to a lot of Dipset. I was yeah. listening to, you know, obviously the M&Ms, the 50 cents, all of that. And around that time, like punchlines and metaphors were like super savvy. Like that was, that was the thing to do. And um, after, at that point, I was like, you know, I'm older now. I feel like the, the brand of rap that I have right now, I want to have more substance. And um, I wanted to have more of a message. So um, as I started to progress in my life, I said I wanted to change my name. So I started with J-Kid. J-Kid transitioned into Josh Jacobs. And um, from that point on, I just wanted to rap more about real things in real life. And around that time, I was listening to a lot of Kendrick, a lot of Cole. And I was like, these people are impacting me. And the lyrics that they're using are like, real life shit and that's kind of how I started with Eminem right like it was a lot of relating to him and I had that same anger and vigor from my own past so I just started utilizing that and I took a break from it because I was like so enamored with the art of rap that it didn't mean that much to me as far as substance is concerned at that time it was more like metaphor similes how many oohs and ahs I could get out of you uh, I would trickle in some of my life stories up in there, but it wasn't no prevalency in reference to positive positivity and life experience and all of that. Cause I really didn't experience that much at that time. You're in school, mm-hmm. you know, you, you do all, you know, the, the kid stuff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, I was releasing mixtapes at that time. So from my mid twenties until now, I, I feel like I've had a bigger purpose with my music as opposed to just creating music. I wanted to create music that can impact people's lives and tell my story in the process. Mm, that's powerful. That's really nice. You said doing kid stuff. Were you a good kid, a bad kid, or in between? I would say I was, I was for the most part, a good kid. You know, my, my mother kept me on the straight and narrow. It took a lot of threatening and, and inflicting fear in me. You know how Spanish, Spanish uh, parents can be, you know what I'm saying? They, they're very strict with it. They got the whip whenever you need to get your shit right. And uh, my mother and my dad, they did a great job raising me with my grandparents. My grandparents raised me for a majority of my childhood. Then I moved in with my mom, but I was always around my mom and dad. They worked to support me. Um, It wasn't until like maybe like my teens where I started living with my mom for the most part. And, you know, my dad was always around, but he I used to see him on the weekends. So um, I had to stay on the straight and area. I was always good. I was my grandmother was a actually a member at PAL. So she always kept me straight. She used to check in on my classes and make sure I was doing good. Um, but I had my little mischievous time in my when I was in junior high school. I had those moments. I was an athlete, so I always was good at sports. Um, right. But, you know, I, I I would be too scared to fucking get in trouble. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I got you. Well, no, nah, you seem to be definitely level-headed. So certainly, and that's definitely, uh, you know, compliments and kudos to your parents and your upbringing. So, Josh, we are talking about 
revelation and purpose. Yes, we I are. Really like yes, I really like that kind of like conversation and kind of like when we were planning this podcast, right. you said that I really want to talk about that. And I started to think to myself, I was like, yo, that's mad deep. I don't know if they're ready for that conversation, you know, because you're a young guy, you know, you're a young man and right. you know, you're, you're in an industry that you see a lot, you experience a lot. You spoke about your childhood and how Eminem really influenced your music. And a lot of his music is a little bit hard, right? He's been right. through a lot, right. you know, he's right. been through stuff. And right. so you got a sector of society today, young people, especially that they're going through it at young age at, you know, at tender age that they're, they're going through right. life, stuff that we didn't never have to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. And so, yes, yes. So this got me thinking revelation and purpose. Why? I say revelation and purpose for me is important because without purpose, you really don't have like, I feel like purpose is the journey and revelation and, and wisdom is the destination. It's kind of how I see it because um, through, I can only speak from my experience and, and the knowledge that I've acquired over the years and especially in my years now, um, I read a lot and I practice a lot of uh, spirituality um, with my mom. Um, I practice a lot of education because I read a lot of self-help books from, you know, from Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins to... Uh, how to meet friends and influence people by Dale Carnegie. Like books have made an impact on my life. And the more that I learn about life and experience in my life, experiences in my life, the more I understand what it is that I want and what my purpose is and what I feel my purpose is in life. And I feel at this point in my life, I'm 33. So I'm a, I'm a little older and I'm feeling like my purpose has been to impact the lives of others in a positive way and show them different ways to live their life that can better them, better their situation and better their in their inner, like to kind of like tame those inner demons and learn how to deal with them and to move mm -hmm. forward in life in a positive direction as best mm -hmm. I can. Obviously, um, I've went through my own struggles and I believe we all go through our own struggles, but I want to utilize my music, my entertainment and my knowledge to try to tell my story and say, okay, this is what I did in these situations that helped me. I went through a crazy time during COVID where I was in the hospital like three times. I really thought that it was over for me. Um, and it wasn't as bad as it I thought it was. Like in my head, it was the sickness, but it was more... I was fear mongering over the news and my, I had panic attacks. I had all of that and things that I've never happened before. And I, it was when I really realized how mental this whole thing mm. can be, you know what I'm saying? How, how the things of society can mentally screw you up and, and, and that mentality indirectly affects the body. You know, say the way in which you move, the way in which you feel, the way in which you react, the way in which you talk to people, the way in which you deal with your relationships, the way in which you deal with your situations, with, with your work and all of that. And it's all intertwined. It's like a domino effect. So if your mental is not right, you're going to have a hard time maneuvering with all these aspects of life. Right. Yeah. 
Um, one of the things I learned in this in my project right now, uh, 32, is a playlist that I have on Apple Music and Spotify. It's uh, I released 12 tracks in a matter of 12 weeks and put it together into a playlist. And um, it's available also on spot on SoundCloud and Bandcamp as an album. But this this project was probably one of the most important projects I've had because I think I've I've had a slew of projects that were great and they haven't gotten the recognition they deserve. And at that time it would bother me. But now I I, I feel like no matter what, that that those projects were for a reason. And yeah. eventually the people that are meant to listen to it are gonna listen to it over time, the bigger I get and the more I understand. But the reason why I bring this album up is because it was based off of the death of my grandfather. So my mm -hmm. grandfather died on July 30th last year. His anniversary is actually coming up in the next few weeks. And I think that that was one of the most impactful moments in my life because I had never had a close family member to me die. Like it, it's one thing, it's one thing for somebody to tell you that somebody passed away and then you're like, oh, it's sad. Or for one of your, you know, inspirations or people that celebrities that you used to watch or listen to or whatever, them passing away, it feels sad, but you really don't know what it is until that one of those people, like your mom, your yeah. dad, your grandma, your grandpa, like my grandfather was like my dad. He, he took part in raising me the majority of my life. And he's been around for a majority of my life. He was like my best friend. So him passing away, like impacted me on a whole nother level. There was a slew of things that happened before that. But this, this was like the icing on the cake. Like it hit me like a ton of bricks. Um, mm. and, and it forced me to really like dig deep in my life to, as to what is important to me. And it changed my whole outlook on life. He dealt with, he died from de, um, from dementia. Like he had severe dementia. And I watched his deterioration process from the time it started up to the time he passed. So for me, seeing that and seeing how quick his end was, it made me think about death. And it made me think about life. And it made me think about those, the, the things that I thought that were so important for the past couple years or like five to 10 years where I was like, I got to make it. I got to make it. I got to be this and I got to be that. And why can't, why, why aren't I making it? Why, why am I not where I'm supposed to be? Why, da, 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 da. I think that's, those are questions that we all ask ourselves throughout our lives. And then all of a sudden something happens in your life that, that literally changes the whole trajectory of the way in which you think about things. Right. And I felt like that was my moment where it was like, I'm, I'm beating myself up over all these things that I think or deem so important in my life. And I just had one of my like closest people to me pass away. Yeah. Is life really about this? About mm. the followers, the likes, the exposure, um, the, the level of relevancy, the, um, the, the attention, the ego, or is it about love, relationships, connections, spirituality, um, wellness, health, um, things in which that I really didn't think about when you're in the midst of this turmoil and monkey mind that plagues us on an everyday basis. And it was like, okay, I believe this is more important. Now I have to think about it and decide, well, 
if I think this is more important, how can I change myself or the parts within myself to try to go in this direction? Because if this is where I really want to go, then I have to do the work um, within me to get what I want without me. So, you know, I, I have to address the anxiety. I have to address the depression. I have to address mm-hmm. the intrusive thoughts. I have to address the negative talk. I have to address uh, my values. I have to bet- address my perspective. All of those things, those because they all they all encompass what we think about on a daily basis and how we live our lives on a daily basis. So once I started to address those things, like my perspective, it could be as little as the perspective on like the littlest thing in the world. Like, for example, like my perspective on the music industry, like in order for me to, oh, I gotta, I gotta be a star. If not, I'm like, nah, my perspective on that change is like, I don't need to be a star. If I'm able to do something that I love to do for a living and I'm making a, a paycheck out of them, what's the problem? Well, no matter if I make a hundred thousand, ninety thousand, a million, two million, I can go for whatever. But as long as I'm content and grateful with where I'm at now, I'm better off moving forward into my journey where things will start to more blessings will start to come down because I'm open. I'm grateful. Mm. Wake up every every morning and say, you know, I'm grateful for having this laptop. I'm grateful for eating. I'm grateful for breathing. I'm grateful that I'm alive right now. Without yeah. having to do that, when when we don't do that, we're always thinking about what we don't have or what yeah. we're living without, and we're not really thinking about what we actually do have. Then we take it for granted. You know what I'm saying? So in this project, I literally break down from top to bottom, like all these these thoughts and things that we go through that literally plague us. And I try to mm. give my knowledge that I've attained through my experience and through what I've read about and learned on how you can flip that perspective and change it and kind of like bend it to your will. Obviously, mm. I'm not the most perfect person. I still have my struggles on a daily basis, mm. but the key is that I'm aware of them. And that's what I think that that's the only thing that I would, I, I hope to, to impart on people like self-awareness is a, one of the biggest keys to success in general in your life and just being okay, your definition of success, because if you're aware that's successful enough, like there's people that are in denial every day about who they are and where they want to be. But if you know who you are, you know what you struggle with, then it gives you the opportunity to do the work that it takes to change those things and to live a better life. And that's why I feel that's what revelation is. So I start to understand Mm. how things work after I shift my perspective. Now I'm in a place of revelation where it's changing. Now I get the opportunity to change those things. And that's what I want to do with everything that I'm doing, may it be my music, um, may it be my entrepreneurial journey, um, you know, motivational speaking, hopefully in the future. I just started my LLC called Enlightened, um, in the, and the, the abbreviation of it is it's one word, but I spelt it I-N-L-I-T-E-E-N-D, LLC, that's my new LLC. But the purpose okay. of it was in the present, light to darkness, end of turmoil. Mm. That's why I thought about it. And that's wow. kind of the, that's the overall gist of what I want to do through the entertainment that I create. 
and I, and I want to impact people and I want to have a community of people come together and not only just listen to my music because I appreciate it, but I want to make an impact in a way where I'm helping other people in their lives through my entertainment and through whatever else, whatever other actions I do aside from that. You know, participating in, you know, nonprofit organizations, giving back to kids, um, speaking for kids, speaking in front of people that actually want to listen to the words that I have to say that I can impart on them and continuing to learn on my journey and be a better person. Yeah, no, that's what's up. And you did such a great job last year at the Catalyst because you really impacted those young people, like those youths in the crowd. They were amped up. And that's what it's all about, paying it forward. So you spoke about revelation and you kind of hinted on your purpose as well. So let me ask you a question for anyone that's listening, for a young person that's listening, how, how can, what can they do to have a sense of purpose, have a sense of really shifting and cultivating a mindset of progressive? I would say at those moments, a lot of us feel lost. I, I've I felt lost in my and the thing is to know that that's okay because everybody yeah. feels lost at one point in time. There's people that still don't know. There's adults that still don't know who or what they want to be when they grow up. Uh, the yeah. key is to know that that's okay and to be patient with yourself and to be gentle with yourself, right? Because mm -hmm. beating yourself up isn't going to do anything. When you feel lost, I feel like the best thing to do is to think about what it is that makes you happy, like. Uh, a literal, uh, the, the littlest thing that you, you like a hobby that you think it makes you feel good anytime you feel down or if you're bored and you feel like this is, this is the one thing I'm going to turn to whenever I feel this way. I feel like once you see, you feel that, you understand that it's like, okay, this is, this is kind of what I, I really, really enjoy because it takes me, it makes me feel good. It makes me want to do something better for myself and for society. And then you say, okay, yeah. cool. Now, how can I do this and like take it to another level of reference to can I, can I create something out of this? Can I create a business out of this? Can I do all of that? Um, and that all takes talent and that takes, you know, effort and work. But I think where the purpose comes in is like, what does it mean to you? What are you, what is, what is the meaning of success? What is the, your, your meaning of success? What is the meaning of why you're trying to do this? Like for me, it's funny. I, there's a, there's a, there's a self-help guru called Trent Shelton. He's a motivational speaker. Love him. Um, when he first came out with his book, I messaged him and I was like, you know, cause I was lost and you know, listen, I'm doing this music, I've been doing it for years. You know, sometimes I think it's working. Sometimes I think it's not. And I just, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm talented. I just don't get it. And he goes, what's your purpose? And I mm. said, I think my purpose is in music. And he said, no, music is what you, what you're talented in. What is your right. purpose? And mm. he said that kind of like stumped me because I'm like what the hell is he talking about and what he means is what can I do for like to make society better what can I do to impact somebody's life what is it that somebody's going through or that somebody needs that I can give them may it be a word may it be a product may it be something that makes them smile 
You know what I'm saying? Every every single person that person that is successful or dreamer is literally wanting to give something or ex, an experience to somebody that they've never had uh, or at yeah. least had from them. You understand? Like comedians make you laugh. You know, that's an experience. That's a it's a it's a human emotion. A rapper it, it makes you want to listen and feel something any artist, whether it be a rapper, a singer, whatever, yeah. a songwriter, all of that, like the attempt is to make you feel something. The attempt is to make yeah. you feel joy. Um, when somebody creates an article of clothing that comes from somewhere, you know, that when you look, when a person goes shopping, they're not shopping for the product, they're shopping for how the product makes them feel. Yes. So yes. Yes. pick yes. up a shirt and be like, oh my God, this is, this is I love this shirt, but what is it that you actually love about the shirt? Because you do you love the cotton? Do you love like there's something about it that makes you love it? And that love is an emotion. Therefore, it was mm. made with emotion. The person that created it did it on purpose to have you feel something, to make you feel yeah. good about yourself when you wear it. You know what I'm saying? So once you figure that purpose out, then you have a better understanding of okay, this is this is what I want to do. It makes me feel good about myself. It brings joy to my life. And I feel like it's going to impact others. I think that's what purpose is. I love that. That's facts. I love that. You spoke early about losing your granddad and um, my condolences. I know how difficult that Thank is. Um, yeah, no, you're welcome. I also lost uh, my grandmother as well. So everything you just mentioned in terms of your feeling, I felt it as well. Um, I know she left a lot of great lessons that I'm able to live out today. So I want to ask you, what are some lessons that your grandfather left you with and you have applied? Aside from being a stubborn bull, <laughs> listen, <laughs> my, my grandfather, um, my grandfather was one of the most stubborn, funny, loving, and like just <laughs> awesome people to be around. Um, I love that man with all of me. Um, it's funny. Anytime I listen to Frank Sinatra's uh, My Way, I think mm -hmm. of him. And I think that's the lesson that he taught me. Because, listen, that that man, you could have told him to do whatever he could to stay healthy. He, yeah. And he was always going to do what he wanted. And there's a gift yeah. and a curse in that. People don't understand you know, like when somebody does that, the frustration that a loved one has is like, yo, man, like we're selfish because right. we're like, I want you to be healthy. I want you to, to live longer. I want you yeah. to have more time with me. I want you to do it for yourself. Like, why won't you do it? And it's like, ah, but for him, it's, he was always under the, if I die, I die. Yeah. Like, listen, like wow. I live my life like and and it's as, as frustrating as it was to me after he passed I thought about it and it's like this man not to say he didn't have a care in the world but he lived life the way he wanted to live it and he didn't care about yeah. what everybody thought like everybody's thoughts didn't impact him and I think that's something that's impacted me for a, a lot in my life where I cared so much about what everybody mm. thought what everybody had to say to the point that even still today, I have my moments, you know, like I think we all do like social media is, is amplified that times a hundred because 
everybody has an opinion. Everybody's gonna wanna share their opinion, whether it be through a post or a video or a comment or whatever. Like yeah. they do that. But it's like when you live with that feeling of I'm gonna be me regardless of what anybody says, whether right. you like it or not, whether you like it or not, and whatever happens to me happens. It's just life. I feel like it alleviates a large amount of worry from your life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, yes, yes it, 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 you live your life in a more peaceful way where it's not like you're, you're constantly anxious about when the next shoe is going to drop or mm. when the next Fact. thing happens to you. And you're, you're living in this state of fear all the time. I let watching him, you know, even even in his deterioration, he cared more about other people than himself. Wow. And, and, and I see that. I see that. And it sounds cliche, but it's weird. As weird as it sounds, it's true. The man mm. used to be the man went from 200 and like 20 pounds to like a wet 140 because wow. of the dementia because he didn't eat. But every time I saw him. If I got emotional, he would say, I'm all right. Papi, I'm all right. Mm. Don't worry. I'm okay. All the time. And it's like, yo, my man, you you just lost all this weight. You look like a skeleton. And you're still in good spirits. Like, he's, he's literally deteriorating before our eyes. And he still mm. keeps this level head. He was still kind with his nurses. His nurses still loved him because he was just like, yo, listen. If this is how I got to go, this is how I got to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and as, as crazy as it is, I think that's the, that's the lesson that he taught me. And I'm still learning that lesson because I get anxious and worried about everything. But the more that I'm learning to let go, the more I'm realizing how much happier I am, how much more content I am with life. That is so beautiful. You know, I just read a post on social media. It says that 2023 is wrapping up. I'm not arguing with no one. All I'm saying is you're right and I keep it moving. And I think that is so imperative what you said about what you just said. Because, hold on one second. The fact of the matter is we have to be so intentional with our time. Right. We have to be so intentional that... We have to be hyper-focused. And I love what you said about that. Now tell us, what are some tactics that you use to keep your mindset active? Like what are some tactics that you use to just continue pushing forward that you'd like to share with, with our listeners as we wrap uh, up? All right, so um, I have a regimen. First off, I think if there's a level of consistency in your day, then I feel like that's something that, that, that you need in order to feel some type of positive um, reinforcement. Um, so for me, I have a morning routine that I do every day, no matter what, um, to start off my day, to not only um, um, like to sustain that consistency, but also to feel good, have a good start to my day. So I meditate, I have a five minute journal that I, I utilize every morning um, and I, talk about what I'm grateful for. I talk about what I want to happen in my day. And I also give myself two affirmations. It's actually a book that you can purchase on Amazon. It's a great, it's a great journal. 
Um, mm-hmm. So I do that. I meditate with my Calm app, you know, depending on the day. Sometimes I have okay. a specific week where I want to target bad habits or I want to target anxiety. I want to target depression. I want to target focus. Whatever it is, that app helps me. And I do like at least a 15, a 10 to 15 minute meditation every morning, mm-hmm. depending on how I feel. If I'm going through something, I also do regular journaling where I have my own journal. And if I feel like I have all these like thoughts combobbled in my head and I can't get them out, I write till my hand hurts. Every single thought that I'm thinking, I write, I write, I write, I write till my hand hurts. And it makes me feel a lot lighter. Uh, all the words are on paper. I don't have to worry about them. It alleviates the stress. And you realize that as you're writing, you start to positively reinforce yourself the more that you write. You start to have more of an understanding of, wait, are those thoughts accurate? Is this true? And you literally start to change your mind as you're writing because you see, really, fear is false experiences appearing real. So the more, that you, the more that you write about them, the more that you understand, like, okay, this is not, I, I made a mountain out of a molehill. This is not mm-hmm. as big as I thought it, it is based off my anxiety, based off my stress. You know what I'm saying? Um, if I have an anxious filled day or something's bothering me, I go for a walk. That's another thing that I do. A brisk walk makes me feel a lot better. Um, I do grounding techniques that if I feel something's wrong, I'll go on the floor and I'll mm. ground myself. You know, there's What's a that? Talk about that. Yeah. So um when you're when your body, when your body's attached to the floor, there is no going down. It's kind of like there's something about it that 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 creates this like sustainability in the body when you're anxious and when you ground mm. yourself start to meditate if it's a different feeling than if you meditated in your bed or in your couch you start to ground wow. yourself and you can calm yourself from a panic attack if you wanted to or you can like count backwards from 100 that's another thing that therapists teach um but that's that was the one other thing that i wanted to reinforce is therapy I think without therapy, I don't think I'd be where I am today because obviously I read a lot. That's another thing. Read the books that you need to read. Listen to the podcast. Go on YouTube and listen to motivational speeches by the people that you look up to or look for these these motivational speakers that actually help because in reality, they, they can start you off on a good day. And if you're feeling some type of way, they can motivate you to push you forward. Sometimes you need that. You know what I'm saying? But therapy is, I can't stress therapy enough. Therapy is not for everybody. I understand Mm -hmm. that. And people that will argue against it. And I would never want to push anybody to do anything they don't want to do. But if you're doing therapy the right way, you're going to uproot past emotional traumas and triggers. Mm from from your childhood that you never understood or knew existed because you're so consumed and overshadowed by who you are in the current moment that you don't understand that the reason why you have these things comes from a different place. And nine times out of 10, it comes from your childhood. And, and without knowing that, you'll continue to go through life and experiences with people and relationships being triggered by the same things, going through the same patterns, dealing with the same emotions. And nine times out of 10, you'll push people away 
Sometimes you won't want to deal with people or won't want to be bothered or some people may not want to be bothered with you. And it's not the fact that you're a bad person or that there's anything wrong with you. It's just about the fact that there's things that you haven't dealt with in your life Mm. that you need to try dealing with. And once you start doing that, then you understand, okay, this is a trigger where it comes from. Let me chill out. Let me cool out. Let me go for a walk. Let me do this. Let me do that in order to recenter myself and understand that this is how I'm feeling because this is where it's coming from. I am who I am because of these past experiences. I want mm. to change them. What do I need to do? What what do I need to learn? How do I need to go about it? Who do I want around me? You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes mm. those experiences will put you around some of the bad, the worst people that you can be around and you think that they're good people and then all of a sudden shit starts happening. Your life starts mm. going in the wrong direction and it's like, why? You, you know why you've been running away from why for years. It's about that time that you stop, pause, press pause on everything in your life and figure out what it is that you need to figure out about you. And once you figure that out, everything else starts to fall into place. In place. I love that. Man. Wow, that, that's deep. That is deep. So this series we're talking about, as we wrap up, we're talking about life, leadership, and legacy. A lot of what you spoke about in terms of your purpose and revelation kind of falls in line with that. But as right. we close, what does legacy look like for you? The Josh that you are today, what does that look like? If I can impact one person's life in a positive way to, to love themselves and to do to do whatever they feel is necessary to be the best person that they want to be, that's what I want my legacy to be. May it be through my music, may it be through a book that I write in the future, God willing, may it be through my business, whatever it is, like I just want to impact somebody in a positive way. And I want to change a life, at least. I'd love to change lives. But if I could change one life, I'm good with that. I love it. I love it. Well, you're doing it, man. I am so honored to know you, have known you, and just continue. Yeah, I know you're welcome. You inspire me. Even as you're talking, I'm listening, like certain things that I want to change with my life as well. Um, So I appreciate you just taking time to chop it up with me on this podcast. Josh Jacobs, hip hop artist, sound writer, entrepreneur, and future motivational speaker. Yeah, 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 yeah. we gotta put that into the universe. Future podcast, podcaster slash self-motivated. You already know. Absolutely, absolutely. So what's next for you, man? We got new music coming out. What we doing for the summer? Where we performing? What's going right on? Now, right now, I'm uh, building my business. I just uh, got my LLC, um, Enlightened LLC, just started on Friday. Um, oh, a lot of people don't know about it. That. That's Thank you. I've been like on the, on the back end for a little bit, focusing on setting the foundation for my business. Once I do that, I'll get back on the posting because that, that'll be part of it. But I never really fully understood the business until now, like things that I wanted to do. And I think that's what's delayed me for so long is that I never really thought, did my homework the way I wanted to. And it's about that time, like, you know what, this is what I really want to do. I understand what it is that I want to do. Okay, what do I need to do to get it done? 
and I'm doing the work right now. It feels amazing. And I'm just heading in that trajectory. So as of right now, that's it. If people haven't heard 32, please go listen to the music or you could go um, on my Instagram or everywhere at who is Josh Jacobs on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, um, Spotify, Apple Music, I'm everywhere. Um, go listen to 32 and go listen to all of my past projects. I think every project that I have has a story uh, or an aspect of my life that I spoke about that I think a lot of people can relate to, especially my latest project. So if you haven't heard 32 yet or any of the tracks on 32, please go check it out and uh, listen to that. And um, I'm going to be promoting the album for the rest of the year. And I got some singles ready to drop. I had a lot of shit coming. It's just about yeah. setting foundation and who's your, everything's coming. Who's your dream collab? For sure. Definitely. Foundation is Kendrick. key. Who's your dream collab? Who Kendrick. would you like to collaborate with? Kendrick. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to I'd like to collab with Kendrick. And obviously Eminem was my uh that was like my idol growing up. So if I could, that's like my childhood right there. If Eminem, everyone, Eminem <laughs> yeah, do, so many people. Yeah, Eminem would yeah. do a track together. Oh man, yeah, that would be great. Yes, but you know, I love, I love Kendrick. I love Cole. I actually love LaRus, La Russell, La Russell. I think okay, he's yeah. great. I, I like Russ. I like Logic. Yeah. I like, I like all the. I like. Joiner Lucas. I mean, those are all people that I listen to. If I could make mm. at least one track with any of them, that's it's like a dream come true. Awesome. No females in there, Josh. <laughs> yes, actually, actually, yes. I would love to do a track with Rhapsody. I think Rhapsody okay. amazing. Yes. Yeah, I, I think I think she Rhapsody deserves a lot of credit. I mean, I love I love a lot of the female MCs. I got I got a, a feature of one of the best female MCs out, Kaya Baby. There's no she's they just listening to her now, but Kaya is a monster, and I'm grateful to have actually touched a a mic well. It's it's incredible. Nice. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, listen, man. Thank you so much again for joining us on this podcast. This is a labor of, love, labor of love. So I just want to thank you for seeing value in it and just showing up. So again, um, you guys go ahead and follow Josh. We will put all his information in the bio. Make sure you support this brother. He's doing amazing things. Stay tuned for all of his other ventures. And again, guys, thank you so much for watching and listening to the Chopped Up podcast. We would not be here without you. So thank you tremendously keep streaming keep sharing and we'll see you on the next episode bye you guys good night thank you josh no problem pleasure and thank you so much yes